Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. broadcast you must be born again as kim miller brings us a message out of john 3 3 which says jesus answered and said unto him verily verily i say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god thank you for joining us in this broadcast of woman at the well ministries as we begin to pick up some points out of the scriptures to ponder the point today that we would like to look at is what Jesus meant when he said, ye must be born again. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this and other opportunity to come before you. Lord, I ask that you would just bless each and every heart that is listening to this message. I pray that you would clear their minds, Lord, and that you would open up their hearts to receive the message that you have for them. Lord, I pray that you would remove me from this message and that you would just work through me. And Lord, that your words would flow freely, that others may come to know you in a way that is pleasing to you, Lord. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you would watch over each and every one of us. Lord, I pray that you give us the courage to lift up to you our burdens and our needs in full belief that you will meet them. Lord, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen. In John chapter 3 and verse 3, we come to the point where Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus. Nicodemus is a man much like we are. He's interested in knowing something about Jesus, but it just doesn't make any sense to him. The reason it doesn't make any sense to Nicodemus is that he's coming to Jesus completely out of his mind. I don't mean that he's out of his mind and that he's crazy. I mean that when he meets Jesus, the only thing he's thinking about are the things in his own mind. He's thinking about what he knows, and he's thinking about what he believes, and he's thinking about what he as a man, Nicodemus, can do. Unfortunately, I believe that many of us come to Jesus that way today. We don't realize who Jesus is. We don't understand that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus was born of a virgin, that Jesus came to seek and to save those which were lost. And more importantly, I don't think we believe and understand that we are lost, even though the scripture says in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Clearly, the scriptures tell us that we all need a savior. And Nicodemus comes to Jesus because he's seen what Jesus has done. He understands the miracles that Jesus can perform. And there's something about this man called Jesus that interests him. And there's just enough about what interests him in Jesus to make him wonder about the situation. Now, many of us today are tuning into this broadcast because we're wondering about this man called Jesus. Many of us today are, are experiencing uh, an opportunity to witness to people because they want to know about this man called Jesus. 
But when you begin to talk to them, they begin to talk to you from a worldly point of view. They begin to speak to you about what they know, and they begin to speak to you about who they are. Our job as Christians, as we're witnessing to others, is not to talk about who we are, not even to talk about who they are, but to simply point them to Jesus and to explain to them who he is. You see, Nicodemus was a ruler. He was well-respected, extremely educated, highly intellectual individual. And so he comes to Jesus at night. And the reason he comes to Jesus at night is because he really doesn't want anyone else to know that he's got this interest in this man called Jesus. But Jesus is so special and Jesus is so different than everyone else and Jesus can prove the things that he does and he's able to show others that he is this amazing individual that is the son of God that Nicodemus can't dismiss that. So he comes to Jesus and he wants to know who he is. He understands that Jesus is a man from God because no one else could do those kind of miracles. But there's something between Nicodemus and Jesus that is keeping them from having full fellowship and a relationship. And the point that I would like to ponder today with you is what in your life is keeping you from having a full relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, if you're a sinner, not saved by grace, as opposed to a Christian who is a sinner saved by grace, but if you're an unbeliever, what is keeping you from having the full relationship with Jesus Christ is that you haven't placed your trust in him. And you don't see him for who he is. If you're a Christian and your relationship with Jesus is broken to some point that you don't feel that you're in full right standing in the will of God, it's because something about you, your thinking is a little more important than yielding to Christ. And so whether or not I am speaking to someone who knows Christ as Savior who understands what Luke 2.11 said, for unto you this day in the city of David, a Savior is born, Christ the Lord. Or whether I'm speaking to someone who doesn't know him at all. Or perhaps I'm speaking to someone who knows him as Savior, but still thinks their way's the best. You see, in John chapter 4, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Regardless of which of these situations you fall into, we all are like Nicodemus. Because Nicodemus came wondering more about himself and what he could understand than about the glory and the majesty and the amazing love of Christ. And so when Nicodemus comes to Jesus, he wants to know what do I have to do to be saved? He's very confused when Jesus says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. He's extremely intrigued by the fact that he says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus looks at him 
strictly out of his intellect and says, how can a man be born again? How can you be born twice? How can you re-enter into the womb of your mother once you've been born? Again, a very intellectual point of view. One that makes complete sense from a carnal mind, an intellectual mind, and a worldly point of view. You see, that's the problem with many of us. As we can reason with our intellect and we can take a point of view and find the world will back it up. And so somehow we can justify our thoughts and our actions that are contrary to the word of God because we can get others to get on board. But if it's contrary to the word of God, then it is contrary to the way that a Christian should be behaving. And I've got news for you. It's contrary to how you need to behave because the Bible says ye must be born again. So Nicodemus in his conversations with Jesus is completely stumbled up because of his own intellect. Because he's put himself in the way between his relationship with Jesus Christ and his own self. The point to ponder is, are you doing that? Jesus goes on to explain and says, I'm not talking about going back into your mother's womb to be born again. You've got to be born of water and of flesh, which is that first birth from your mother's womb. And you must be born again spiritually which is that moment in time that you place your faith fully and wholly upon a God that cannot fail, born of a virgin who came and walked among men, was tempted like as we are, yet without sin, who gave himself on the cross of Calvary, freely shed his blood, that his blood, which was sinless and perfect, might overcome the payment of sin that you owe because of your born into this world a sinner. And you must believe. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You must believe. You must place your trust in God. It's not enough to say it. You've got to commit your heart to fully believe that Christ is Lord and that he is your Savior. And that means you have to realize that the God of the universe who sent his son to pay the penalty for your sins is bigger than you and me. And that his plans are perfect, as the scripture says. When you can remove yourself from the equation and realize that salvation is wholly and totally dependent upon Jesus Christ and his finished work on Calvary, then not only will you relieve yourself of an amazing burden, but you will begin to experience the blessings of living in full fellowship with Christ. You see, being a Christian is more than fire insurance. Being a Christian means that you have Christ in your life. And he said that he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. 
He said that he would supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. He said that you could do all things through him. So if you're following after him, which he says he is the way, the truth, and the life, and he's supplying your needs, and he's comforting you, and he invites you to fellowship with him in the book of Revelations, he wants to sup with you. If you're following after Christ, then your life may not be perfect here, but you will never walk alone. And your life after here will be perfect because eye hath not seen and ear hath not heard what lies in store for them that love him. The point to ponder today is this. What are you placing between you and God? Thank you. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today, and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.